This podcast is brought to you by Southern Pro Landscaping and Design. This is Lauren Woodard's husband. She was on the podcast just a little bit ago. Uh, Awesome, awesome family. He does great work. I see him all over town all the time doing landscaping stuff. Uh, If you have any landscaping needs, give these guys a call. They'll hook you up. Check them out on Facebook um, and get your landscaping on. All right, let's get this thing started. Welcome to another Paris, Texas, a podcast. This is a podcast where you get to listen to people's stories, people that have either influenced or lived in the city of Paris, Texas. I love hearing their stories, and I can't wait for you to hear the next guest. All right, here we are again, another Monday. I have a new friend, which I always love new people on the podcast because I don't know anything about her other than <laughs> what I just, a little bit that I know. Um, Adrian Salinas, what's up? Hi, what's up? Okay, first off, we have to give y'all got, you guys a little bit of a disclaimer. We are both kind of, it's cold outside. We're, we, vo- my voice does normally not sound this bad. She brought coffee. I, when she brought the coffee, I wish I had brought some tea. I would I have brought not. you some. I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about it. So uh, my voice is scratchy. Her voice is scratchy. But the podcast must go on. Must go on. <laughs> um, so a little bit of backstory. Me and Adrian met like a week or two ago. Yeah. Like maybe two weeks ago. I... Uh, Maxim Elevation, one of the companies I'm working with, is teaming up with Smoking Hot, who Adrian works for, and uh, you know us photography, videography gearheads. We just get together and we end up talking, and it's like best friends instantly. Yes. Um, and we uh, had a job that we needed an extra photographer on, so we hired her to, in, to peep her out and see how good she was, and she was phenomenal. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so that's the backstory on how she got on this podcast, but. We're going to start this off. Where are you from? So, born and raised in Paris, Texas. Yay! Yeah, haven't really went off anywhere, um, but born and raised here in Paris, and it was raised by a single mom. Yay! So, yeah, it's it was a nice childhood. Mom worked to give me everything. She was the best mom ever, literally worked her tail off to give me everything I wanted and needed. So... So where did you go to school here in in Paris? Prairie Land. Prairie yes. Land. <laughs> Most people are like, oh, did you learn much from there? <laughs> but yeah, I went to Prairie Land. How big was your class? Do you remember? Honestly, no, I don't remember. I think it was m- maybe like 300. 300? That's I don't not- know, though. No, I don't know. I think it was less than that. It was very small. Okay. Very small. Because I think there was 300... I can't remember what was in mine, but I feel like I was in the 300s. Wait, did you go to Prairie North of Mar. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Then it wasn't 300. Was there 300 in the whole school? Probably. <laughs> That's probably what I meant. Yeah. So my school. wife had like a graduating class of like 16. It was more than 16. And it was like, she there was like, it was like half boys and half girls or something like that. I'm probably messing her story up, but she doesn't listen to podcasts anyway. I think it was probably like 120. Something so, like that. That's not bad. Very small though. It felt That's very small. And it's kind of out in the country a little bit. Yes, and not many opportunities. Didn't play sports. Really, 
in high school didn't do much. Like I was just, you know, going just through the day present. trying to get school done. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't do sports. Um, didn't I wasn't really involved in much. So I was no more, hobbies. Well, not really. I was more focused on things outside of school and always been a workaholic. So love to. I was so excited to get my first job. When what was I did what that. was the first job? Well, I, babys- I did babysitting for a little while um, as, like, very first, and I did Ashley Babb's Kids. Oh, yay. And um, learned a lot from that, and then I was like, I need, like, a bigger job. And so I worked at Fish Fry, and Mom got me my first car, so I just felt grown up, was ready to jump in the working world. And, and conquer the world. Felt like I was an adult. Little did I know I should have just waited on the job for a little bit longer. But, yeah, I feel like I... Yeah, just jumped in yeah, both I did. feet. I just jumped in. That's awesome. Uh, so, how many jobs have you had so far? Um, so I had, I, I mean, babysitting's kind of a job. So babysitting, fish fry, worked at Paris Glam too. Okay. I just love Ashley, so I love working for her. Awesome family. Um, and then I worked for Guarantee Bank, um, and the Tiffany. Wow. So five, yeah. Awesome. I stopped counting at fifty. Oh, yeah. 50? Oh, my goodness. So my, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. My whole life, I've always had like two or three jobs. Yeah. So it wasn't that I like quit a job and got another job and didn't like it and quit a job and got yeah. another job. I would always have like a primary job and then I would have like a weekend job and then sometimes I'd have like a one day a week job. Kind of like a hobby job. A hobby job. I have those right um, now. So I've always just worked a lot. And then so I'd, I'd have like three jobs and then I'd get wore out. And yeah. so I would back down to like one job and then I would miss the money. So I'd yeah. go and get another job. Hustle. Me <laughs> and you are a lot alike. So I've, I've had a lot of jobs in my lifetime. Yeah. And, I, and when I stopped counting at 50, it was like when I got married. So I've been married for almost 11 years okay so and i've had a plethora of jobs yeah. since i've been married so we don't know how many no we don't know. i have no idea um but i know i have i have a plethora at the moment <laughs> yeah same um we were just talking about that we're a lot of like hustle i mean but there's nothing wrong with being no. a hardcore worker no. i mean there's nothing wrong so when you were graduating high school what was the thought this is very tricky so whenever i was in high school Honestly, never knew what I wanted to do. Like, it was always a, I was just going to pick something. Mm Because all my friends wanted to do nursing or wanted to do something medical. They all all had it figured out. And so I would pretend like I had it figured out. And I would look at things, look into things, and what interests me. And honestly, nothing interests me. Um, I don't mind school. Like, I'm actually, I'm good at math and things like that, which is, I don't like doing it, but I'm actually Mm -hmm. good at it. So I didn't mind doing the school part, but couldn't find anything that I loved. So I changed my major so many times that the the girl in the office, one of my advisors was like, I'm not going to let you change it anymore this year because I know that you're going to change it again next year. And I think that you should just do this like I did because you're the same as I am. So I... And this was like last year. So I had changed it from, I did social work. I did classes for everything to figure out if I liked it or not. So I have so many hours and I only have two associates. (laughs) So many hours. And I have done like, I can't do anything medical. I figured that out. I would do social work. I did business. I did um, 
literally everything that PJC offered. Mm -hmm. So then I went to commerce and did some things. And then I was like, this is the first semester that I've actually taken a break from college since junior year in high school. Okay. And I talked to mom about it and I was like, I really don't want to stop going to school because I know that once I stop, I won't go back. Yeah. And she was like, you know, you've been doing it for a long time. Just take one break, one semester, think about it and figure it out. And last semester, what I was doing was business Mm -hmm. and business marketing. So that is something I'm still interested in. But I thought about it and kind of talked myself out of it like I do with a lot of things and was like, I just, I don't think that working for a business, doing marketing is what I want to do forever. And it stresses me out if I'm like, if I do this forever, I have to really figure it out. So this semester had just been like doing a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Like everything that is humanly possible to where I'm trying to figure things out. Still not really sure. Still still up in the air. I have been getting alerts from, um, I was going to go to Texas A&M, I think, I don't know. It was one in, it was one in Dallas. I don't even know the actual name, but I was enrolled. That one school. (laughs) Yeah, that one school. I was enrolled and then I got out because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to keep going for this if I'm not sure about it. Yeah. And they have been alerting me the past two weeks. Hey, semester's about to start. You better enroll. And I've just been ignoring them. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to take me some time to figure it out. I, so I think we are more alike than you know. So when I got out of high school, I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> I Everybody kept asking me, what do you want to do? Well, what are you passionate about? And See, I kept saying, and I'm like, travel yeah <laughs> can i get paid to drive to cool places right is that a thing because i want to do it when i was in school it was i think it's more of a thing now than it was when i was oh, in it's, school it's kind of possible now um and so which obviously travel is not that's not really a like a job title mm-hmm. um you have to do something with the traveling and i would and i've said this like i spent years trying to find that thing like who i am and what Mm -hmm. i what i enjoyed because i didn't even get into what i do now until i was my mid to late 20s um and and that's when i like when i fell in love with who i am and what i and i figured out who i was and then i dove in head first but it's a really hard thing like i don't think someone should take it super lightly deciding like no like you said like Am I gonna have to do this for the rest of my life? Well, if, I, if you think about it like that, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. And there are people like I, my cousin Sydney. She was born to be a nurse. You can just tell. Some people are born to yes. do what their career is, and they know from the start. She is great at helping people. Has always wanted to help people. Not me. I just I feel you like don't want to help people. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want anybody's life in my hands because. I, that's another thing. I have way too big of a heart. So if something happened, it would go home. So I'm like, I can't do anything where something bad could physically happen to somebody or some animal. Thought about being a vet. And I was like, I couldn't handle an animal dying. It just, it's too, it's too Too sad for me. And I think creatives have it worse than, than people. Not that nurses can't be creative or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I just, 
people like ourselves, it's really, really hard to find that thing. It is because you feel like you're good at several things, but it's hard to make those things that you enjoy that you're good at into a career. Career that it people takes, will pay you to yes, do. Yes, years of work, and it's more of you investing your time and your money, not getting paid, just to show people that you can do it and what you offer. And then there's people that go to school, and then right out of school they get a job, and they're paid, and there's their life. Or you have to know, like... It does take time. I mean, they have to go through the schooling, not saying that they just get everything. Right. No, no, no. Yeah, they're... They what put they in put the time. time they for sure. Um, but for, like, say, we'll just use videography, because that's what I do as an example. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had known right out of the gate that that's what I wanted to do, like, no, right... Yes, there are schools that you can go to. Yeah. I would say... To my understanding from various things that I've read and people that I've talked to who have, who have gone to school, the school is more of a great resource for getting you jobs coming out of it. You yeah. do learn a lot at the school, but a lot of what you can learn at the school, you can learn by picking up a camera and well, trial and error. and that's the thing I thought about going for photography and videography because I love those things, but then... I was like, I already know. Like, I self-taught myself the the camera settings and the video, but obviously I would learn a lot more. It's just I've already kind of taught myself everything because I just jumped into it. So do you pay this absorbent amount of money for resources? Exactly. Because that's basically... And you never know. And I'm not talking down on any school. If you want to go to school for videography or woodworking or whatever you want to do go for, go it. for it i'm just saying that a lot of those things you can learn by picking it up and turning on youtube yeah well a lot of people um whenever you say you don't know about schooling i feel like i'm like shaking this is my throat <clears throat> so a lot of people whenever you talk about where well, you're going to take a break or you don't know what you want to do in school they think that college is the only way to make a life or no. to make a career and it's not and i feel like nowadays it's more you can do more not going to school than you could, you know, years ago mm-hmm. because there is more. But it's it's to the point now, like, if you're not going to school, that doesn't mean that you're just going to be broke the rest of your life and, you know, right. be a bum or, you know, what they try to make you feel like. And I have people a lot, This just this one semester that I have been out, of course, more people have asked, what are you going to school for? Huh. What, what do you do while you're in college? Or where do you go to college? And I'm I think like, I even asked if you were a student. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. No, I'm saying they would ask, and I would just be like, well, you know, this, this semester I'm going to take a break. And then they would just kind of be like, oh, well, you need to figure it out and get back into it. So I'd be like. So much pressure. Okay. I, sure thing. Thanks, Mom. Stranger. <laughs> Don't even know your name, but thank you for the the life advice. Yeah, it, making it, me feel like it I'm do, doomed. It does feel like, and I you'd be surprised how many people think I went to school for what I do. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I just I started pushing buttons, and then I started remembering like, don't push that button again. Yeah, it don't do what you wanted to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's a wrong button. You have to learn. And like, oh, that's what that button does. It's way easier if I push <laughs> that button first. <laughs> Exactly. That's basically what I do. That's how life is. Um, so okay, you have a vlog. Yes, I have a YouTube channel. Just started it this year, 2019. It is crazy how much happened in this year. I feel like this year more things happened than in my entire life. It's crazy. I just talked about it in a video that I filmed yesterday morning was a very just raw and unplanned video. I just sat down, put some makeup on, talking to, you know, my girls, my subscribers, and was just like, 
You guys, 2019, it is crazy what happened in this year that if I even told y'all all of the things, you'd probably be like, what? Like, it's crazy that in one year, so many things can happen. And I feel like it's the year that I stopped worrying about what people thought mm-hmm. and the, the people that don't understand what I'm doing, which is fine, because some people do think talking to a camera is weird, and it might be a little weird, but I enjoy it. So I decided one day I'm going to start a YouTube channel, and I have wanted to do it for years. And a few months ago, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Who cares? And starting it was the best thing I think I have ever done, because now, I mean, it just, it boosted confidence. It really showed me who I am because I'm talking, just rambling to the camera. And then I throw out things that I didn't realize about myself. Like, okay, so I am this way. And Mm -hmm. it's more, I don't know. It's just, it was a great thing. And I'm so glad that I did it. So I have, I have a little bit of a, a, a vision of this, not vision. I have a little bit of opinion of this. So I feel like, uh, and I don't mean to insult any parent, but you I mean you're a parent, you can do it your way. That's what I tell my wife all yeah. the time. Um, but I feel like in the past, at least, a lot of parents have shied kid their children away from doing these things that seem weird. Like yeah. you said, like talking to a camera seems weird. But the what's really crazy and I guess weird is that there are kids at home making videos making more money than their parents Mm -hmm. by making weird videos. There are kids on YouTube that you wouldn't even, you would not even know how they made so much money because they're just, they're opening toys. Like some kids on YouTube literally open toys and they they make so much money. And there's the one kid's got his own line in Walmart now, his own toy line in Walmart. And he started out, Ryan, the toy (laughs) opener or whatever. Oh yeah. See? Um, and he started out just opening toys Mm -hmm. on YouTube. That was it. His mama just had a a camera and here, open your toys, show them. Right. There's kids playing video games. Video games are a huge one. And they record it. Yeah. And then other kids just sit around and watch it, and these kids are making a ton My of My little money. brother, he watches people play Fortnite for hours, and I am just like, that is not even interesting. And he's like, oh, I learned so much. I love it. And I mean, I don't understand, but they get paid so much. So I, I as a parent of three boys, um, really try hard to pay attention to what the kids like. And even if I think it's weird... Like be like, dude. Let's okay. Like, how do you learn more about it? Yeah. Like how? Like you wanna you wanna video yourself on, you, like on cool. video games. Let's get the yeah. best system we can afford and do that. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> we're not gonna buy like a huge. Yeah. Know. We're not gonna buy a fifty thousand dollar new because, Mac. Do you see yeah. that new fifty thousand dollar Mac? No. Don't Apple, even tell me about it. Apple just came. Yeah. Apple just came out with a computer. Fifty thousand dollars. Does it last forever? Because I've read that Macs only last like three years. I think it teleports you to different places. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it might be worth it. Yeah. Is If it edits my videos and pictures for me? For me, yeah. yeah. That's worth it. Sold. It was funny. I watched a video. Sorry, side. I get a rabbit trail sometimes. <laughs> we both do that. I watched a video yesterday. This guy get on got on Apple. Because on Apple, you can tailor your Mac to be what you want it to. And he added all the biggest and best on that Mac, on the new Mac. It's a tower. It's not a. It's not a, a, a laptop. It's a like the tower Mac, um, and it was like 
with a monitor and with all the bells and whistles, it was like $59,000. Oh, my goodness. He got on Jeep's website where you can tailor build a new Jeep Gladiator. Mm-hmm. And he built his, all the bells and whistles on a new Jeep Gladiator. And it was like 56 It was cheaper to buy a new Jeep Gladiator. Than a computer. With all the bells and whistles than the new Mac with all the bells and whistles. Yeah. I was like, dang. What is this world coming to? What is this world coming to? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a Mac fan. Everything I have is Mac. Uh, Yeah. Phone, computer, all of it. Um, But I ain't paying $50,000 for a Mac. Nope. Not going to happen. Not unless someone, not unless they're sending it to me. Yeah. Uh, I'll use it. I'll sponsor you in my podcast. Yeah, you want, <laughs> hey, me. Apple, do you want to sponsor my podcast? I'll do all the podcasts yeah. on that Mac. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think I don't think my following's big enough. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, all right, so uh, channel, how do people find you? So I really, most of my subscribers are Instagram followers. I don't okay. like to say followers because they're really my friends. Like they all know me. We know each other. Um, but they, I post a video on there or I tell them, Hey, go watch my new video. And mm-hmm. I am so surprised at how many people support me on there mm-hmm. because whenever I first started out, of course it was all the negativity. I was thinking nobody, like everybody's going to laugh. Everybody's going to think this is so dumb. I'm going to lose followers. Mm-hmm. Not about the followers, by the way. Um, and so the whole thing's not about the followers. No. no. And, um, there's these girls that, you know, live in the same town as me. We've never really talked, but we follow each other and they would send me a sweet message like supporting me. And I would just, Mm -hmm. it blows me away how wrong I had it in my head about people and what they would think, because there are so many people that I thought would judge me that actually come to me and are like, this is awesome. Like I love to watch your videos. And I'm like, you love to just sit there and watch me talk. Like that is just crazy to me. But there are some girls that found me on YouTube. I don't know how they found my videos, don't even live here and will message me on Instagram and be like, Hey, I just found your channel and I love it. I just started my channel too. Could we support each other? And I'm like, yes, that is crazy. And there's this one girl that now we're like, we chat a lot on Instagram and we talk about our videos. She's from Florida. And so I'm just making friends everywhere, which is awesome. Because I did not expect that. Like, I didn't think that somebody across the world would see me and think my videos are cool or mm-hmm. make friends from that. So that's awesome. So your videos are very lifestyle. Because I've watched a couple. Uh, very lifestyle. And Probably preparation. Probably something you wouldn't be interested in because they're kind of girly. Yeah, it doesn't target my market uh, per se. But uh, I think there's a lot of girls out there, maybe girls that are younger than you, that mm-hmm. need that inspirational. That is what I want to do it for. So... I, when I first started it, I feel like I was not being fake, but just hiding my words a little bit more and Mm -hmm. trying to watch what I said because I didn't want to be judged for saying that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm to the point where I will pull out the camera when I am in sweatpants and messy hair. And you know, girls, they're like, nobody can see me like this. But honestly, I want to put that out there because for one, it gives me more confidence and it makes me feel like I am not putting on a show for the camera Mm -hmm. and trying to be somebody that I'm not. And then it shows other people that, I mean, they're like, I see people that I watch on YouTube and they are just at home, you know, no makeup, chilling, eating on the couch. And I'm like, that is me. I thought that you were just always on the go, always so pretty, makeup done, hair done, everything. Mm -hmm. It's like the song, everything. (laughs) Anyways. Um, So yeah, I just... I like to show up and just be who I am because I feel like 
a lot of the girls that are watching me get from it and I want to help somebody or give them mm -hmm. gain them gain something from watching a video not just watching it and feeling bad or feeling like oh her life is just all put together she doesn't struggle at all and I will be open about what I'm struggling with just so that people can relate because yeah. I want somebody to relate instead of leave the channel and feel bad I want them to feel good like it's a place to escape and listen and I think the idea of lifestyle is that it's real. It like, is, but there's a lot of vloggers that are f fake. Yeah, and it, your life can't honestly, be that good. No, I'm sorry. No, your life is not that good. And on Instagram, that is what kind of sucks because nobody wants to post a picture of them crying in the bathroom. Nobody for girls. Nobody wants to post um, them having low self esteem or feeling bad about maybe a breakup or something like that. Nobody wants to post that because nobody wants to. Nobody wants to see the negativity on there and leave feeling worse. Mm -hmm. But we post these pictures where we're really happy. And so it gives people the false look on life. And mm -hmm. so now everybody thinks that their life is worse than the person that they're following just because they it's a highlight reel. So you all see that, everything good. All that work to try to sh show people that your life is so much good. Exactly. But it just and, it makes, and it depresses people. Yes. Because then – People think your life is so good, and then you look at your Instagram, and it's like, wah, wah. my life isn't like that. Because you know what goes on behind the scenes, and other people don't. Yeah. And I do, I mean, I don't post the, the sad the stuff worst. on Instagram. No, yeah. But I do post the pictures where I feel happiest, and the pictures that I think are really fun and cutesy and girly. But also in the caption, I'll try to say, like, you know, I'm actually chilling on the couch in my sweatpants right now. <laughs> don't be fooled, because... It is. It's so bad about people looking at it and feeling worse. And comparison. Mm -hmm. Comparison nowadays is just so bad. I struggle with it myself. But that is just something that social media has come to like. It's really taken over kids, girls just feeling worse about their self. And it's supposed to be something fun where you can just go on there and scroll and look at what people are doing instead of mm -hmm. feeling I, bad. I listened to this. I think it was a podcast. And it was talking about, I don't know how I got on this podcast or where it was from. But it was talking about girls and the comparison whole aspect. So when when I was a kid, so uh, we're not going to talk about how long that was, <laughs> a while back, um, like the only person you had to compare yourself to is the other 300 kids in your school. Exactly. So out of 300, you know, your comparison rate, whatever that is, was mm -hmm. really fairly low. Like, you know, um, now you have 300 million people on Instagram that you have to compare yourself to. Yeah. And it's just really hard. And it's hard to shut that off um, because, you know, you're going to see, a, like for girls, guys probably don't struggle with this as much, but I'm sure some do. I think you in see, a different way. Yes, in a different way. You see girls that, you know, they have really pretty hair or their body, things like that that are all physical. Yeah. We compare ourselves to the physical things, which – darn the things that matter and it becomes it honestly just kind of takes over and it takes the fun out of social media and what it's supposed to be and you know it's supposed to be somewhere fun everybody posts what fun things they're doing but instead it's like you get on there and then you just feel worse because you're you yeah. know eating chips and you're like i ain't gonna have a body like that but yeah <laughs> i mean it's just it's kind of sad but I feel like there are people out there that are trying to make it better, yeah. that are trying to show like, yes, this is a highlight reel, but just don't think that this is all of the time. And yeah. I follow some girls that will post that. There's a girl that, I'm going off topic here, she um, 
she, what is that? Uh, it's a disease where your hair for girls, alopecia, I think. I'm not familiar okay. with that. Okay. Well, she's a big Instagram influencer. Uh-huh. She has millions of followers. Very, very, very pretty. And she lost her hair, but for a while she didn't tell anybody because she was embarrassed for some reason because mm-hmm. she thought everybody would make fun of her. So she wore wigs for the longest time. And then now she's open about it. She still wears the wigs because, you know, girls love to just play around with hair. Mm-hmm. But she shows people, this is me, like, with the wig off and is proud of it and is like, this is who I am. And I just love the people like that on social media that show you the good but also... The real. Yes, the real. That make you feel like you're not the only one struggling or you're not the only one that is different or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. It's a good heart to have um, it took some time took some time when I first started YouTube it was different and I've only been doing it for like three months so Mm -hmm. I can't say when I first started but honestly in the three months I have learned so much about what it actually is than what I thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be also thought at first that it might be an overnight sensation no it is a work in progress and I'm willing to do. It. I mean, I yeah. just love doing it, so it's more of a hobby. But it's rare that anybody has an overnight sensation like that. Very it rare. Takes but work. a lot of people think that it happens. Yeah. And that's why they start one. But yeah, it's it's taught me that not everything is going to be perfect. And if I want to show everything perfect, then I can vlog maybe once a month on a good mm-hmm. day because nobody's life every single day is going to be sunshine and rainbows you know Mm -hmm. everybody goes through struggles every single day you just don't see them yeah you don't see you driving down the road and somebody getting on your butt and you yelling at them i mean you know yeah you don't see that see it um okay so right now you are your vlogger your part-time vlogger part-time videographer photographer and uh full-time uh smoking hot yes so i'm the manager at smoking hot I feel like that place is me. I feel like I have grown the most in that place. Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked there for two years, and honestly, it's shown me who I am. But I feel like whenever you work at Smoking Hot, like Tiffany was telling us yesterday, you grow into it, and it grows into you. Like you turn into Smoking Hot, and Mm -hmm. it kind of represents you. So, yeah, that place is like a home. So when I go there, it feels like I'm actually at home. And especially with Tiffany, she's a very good friend of mine. So it just, it's a job, but it's also like you're working from home. You feel very comfortable. It's mm-hmm. fun. Love to help girls. So I got to hang out with y'all yesterday and make a video at y'all's place, which I'd been in Smoking Hot a few times. And I yeah. know Tiffany from the past because yeah. I grew up, we grew up around the same age. And uh, I'm trying to get her to be on the podcast. So if you see her, people, <laughs> tell her to be on the podcast. Tell her to be on the podcast. Because uh, then we can talk all about her story later. But uh, uh, something that's just to, just to touch base on it, something I found interesting yesterday when we were talking was that a lot of people, and, you know, same talk as same topic as we've been talking about it. A lot of people misconceive smoking hot. Yes. As being this like, yeah, glorious thing. Yes. Well, with any business, everybody thinks that when you start a business, you know, they ha- that the owner has it all put together. The owner gets everything yeah. handed to them or the workers, things like that. But they don't see the days that we struggle trying to help a customer that is unhappy or whenever we're trying to help the business grow, things like that. Long hours for a big event. Long y'all hours. just had a big event last night, right? And yeah. Have so one last in a week. night, well, this whole weekend, I got home last night and I was like, oh my goodness. 
this is going to be a long weekend because last night we worked from opening to 8 o'clock at night, and then tonight we're going to work extra late because we're going to set up for a thing here tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it is. It's in this building. Yes, in this building That's tomorrow. Funny. Stuff your stocking. Yeah, and with Young Life. Yes, yeah. and we actually have two events tomorrow. We have this here, which I'm going to be at, and then at the store we have Wassel Fest. Oh, so yeah. We, yeah, so we have another girl over there. So when this ends, we're also going to go over there and work it. So it's just a long weekend, and yeah. nobody sees the – I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy right. doing it, but, yeah, the long it's hours. It's work. The, yeah, yeah, it's work. Um, That's awesome. Well, if you guys haven't been to Smoking Hot, y'all need to go by. Go check it especially out. Especially if you like – Girly things. Girly things. We have we have a maybe like two manly things in there. We try to get things. What are the two manly things in the We store? have those dude bags. Did you see those? I did not see a dude bag. There's a bag that I mean it's for your well, we have one for a dad and one for like your husband. One just says man bag. Okay. And then one says dad, you've always been like a father to me. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, we try to get really funny gifty things like that that you could get for while you're in there shopping, get it for your dad or something, but we're always open to help anybody out that comes into there. And just if you need help with an outfit or an event or you just want to match something together, mm-hmm. we're always open to that. Yeah. We love doing that. That is what we're there for is to help you feel your best, look your best, and to pick out something that you enjoy wearing. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I wish uh, uh, there is Tony's Tuxes, which is mm-hmm. kind of the guy's version of that. And yeah. Tony is the best. Uh, helps a lot. He helps a lot. He's so nice. Every time I walk in there. Very welcoming. Very welcoming. Always has a conversation. He always knows what's going on and asks you about your family. And mm-hmm. he's so, so nice. Their whole staff. Um, so that's the guy's version. I wish he was downtown. Yeah. I wish there was a downtown Tony's or a downtown version of Tony's. Tony's or, needs to open up a second. Yeah. The downtown version. Um, I've always wanted like a, a a men's accessories store. Yeah. See, um, we need something like that downtown. Which would be really cool. Um, time and money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely an investment. So uh, so everybody needs to go follow you on Instagram and YouTube. YouTube. You could subscribe. It's just, it's Adrian Salinas, but Instagram, I changed it to Life with Adrian. Okay. But I'm still, I don't feel like that is the the username that fits me. I need a good, like a name that is, that I'm known by. And I just don't feel like Life with Adrian is the one that I'm, like the one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to figure that out. But at the moment, it's Life with Adrian. <laughs> Adrian, this is me. This is me. I'm like, this is This is this what is you me. get. Adrian, yeah. this is what you get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That should be the name. Oh, uh, that's funny. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on my spot on my podcast. Thanks for having me. I didn't say vlog. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome back to the vlog. <laughs> Yesterday we were recording a video and I kept saying podcast. Yeah, we just we get it mixed up. This is what happens when you do a lot of things. Your all mind things. is in yeah all yeah. the places. Yeah. Uh, Hope so my voice wasn't too no, raspy I mean, and shaky. I'm seriously thinking about going to Starbucks right after this to get some you tea, need a tea or something. Yeah, yeah just to soothe the throat. Um, thank you guys for joining us. What a fun podcast. I loved this one. It was a lot of fun. I love all the podcasts, yeah. but, uh, this one was also fun. And, uh, one more big shout out to Southern pro landscaping and design. Um, love those guys. Lauren helps her husband out with a lot of stuff, not landscaping, a lot of, uh, <laughs> online stuff, but 
Um, I don't know. She might landscape. I don't think so, though. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, if you have any landscaping needs, go check them out. They're a great team. They'll come in. They'll get your landscaping uh, uh, looking good, and they'll peace out. Um, as always, we put on a new podcast every Monday. At least I try to put on a podcast every Monday. Occasionally I miss. I'm sorry. Um, and stay tuned for next week's guests. Uh, if you go to our YouTube, our Facebook group, you can see who's coming up. Every Friday I post a post to give you a little sneak peek of who's coming up. And then every Monday we have the release of the post. So um, that's where you can go. Yeah. You have anything else to say? I don't. I think I said a lot. We said My voice is like... Gone. <laughs> Gone. Maybe worse than when it started. I made it worse. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Not mad. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.